welcome to the Speakers Space podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello everybody. (laughs) Welcome back to the Speakers Space. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode seven. Oh my goodness, seven episodes already. Wow. Today, uh, I've probably put too much pressure on today. Um, because I'm going to finally talk about worth. Um, I've been saying I'm going to talk about worth for a very long time and here we are finally doing it because I'm seizing the opportunity I have to record this and doing it while everything's in my brain, (laughs) everything I want to talk about. So episode seven of The Speaker's Space. I realised we are episode seven and I'm finally realizing this. Most people tend to reintroduce themselves every episode. So if this isn't your first episode, thank you so much for coming back. I always appreciate the support. I can't tell you how much that means to me because it does when, when lovely people message me and say they've been listening or they've enjoyed it or even with constructive criticism, which is interestingly something I'm going to talk about. It always makes me feel better and it makes me feel like I'm it reassures me that I'm not just speaking to myself. <laughs> so yes, I am, just to quickly reintroduce myself, my name is Charlotte and I am currently a 20 year old student going, making my way through, making my way through life. I would say mid pandemic, but hey, they have just announced, it. okay, this they won't have just announced it for you when you're listening to this, but now they have just announced that restrictions have basically gone. Um, I think we all know why that is, you know, in terms of Boris. But anyway, we're not going to talk about politics. This is not a political podcast. What we are going to talk about is worth. Because I think we collectively, I'm sorry, I'm now going to generalise, we don't often talk about this. I don't think I have had conversations with friends, particularly at university about, uh, well, where it's necessary. So exams wise, assessments wise, we quite often go on to then talk about how we're not feeling so great when we haven't done very well. So I think that's quite interesting. So I have spoken to it, spoken to a few people about it, but I haven't really heard much about worth. Um, I do have to say a quick disclaimer. I've spoken before about the self-love fix podcast. Um, I am awful with surnames, so I do not remember her surname, but her name is Beatrice. And if you haven't listened to this podcast, oh my goodness, do it. It's so good. Uh, That's where I've got my inspiration from today. And that's where I've got a lot of notes about what I've learned from the podcast. But as a disclaimer, I am not, it's not my intention to steal any of the material that Beatrice uses. These are just things that she has taught me and things I have read online and just things I've learned about worth. Um, Because I think, I think it's it's important to talk collectively about how we view ourselves and how we kind of deem ourselves worthy or unworthy, because I've learned a lot from this woman. So that's what I'm going to talk about. So The first thing I've learned from Beatrice is that your worth as a person, doesn't matter who you are, is constant. And it's a funny thing because when something happens in life, 
for example, you, I'm going to be talking about academics, but you do less well on an exam than you thought you'd done. It's very easy to feel less worthy because I don't know about you, but I've said before, I'm very hard on myself. So it's quite easy for me to tell myself that I will fail in the future because I haven't done very well now or that an exam is, you know, the perfect way of viewing my academic ability when it's not. It's circumstantial. If I panic during an exam, that definitely plays a part in how well I've done. But I tend to deem my worth on external factors such as academics and thus when I don't do very well at something I tell myself that will never change I will always be awful at what I'm doing you're probably thinking that's really stupid you might also be thinking I do the same thing in which case stay tuned because (laughs) that is relatable and I'm so sorry you experienced that if you do but like I say I think it's quite common so first of all your worth is constant right your worth is never diminished no matter what you believe by something you've done an exception of course would be murder sorry just maybe don't kill people that's not a great thing but other than that beatrice has taught me this podcast has taught me that your worth is it's constant but it comes immediately when you're brought into this world so you doing something wrong not you know, illegally, but you doing something that, you know, didn't go as well as you thought it would, that doesn't make you less worthy as a human being. It makes you a worthy human being who has made a mistake or has just blatantly not done as well as you'd expected. And you are, you're still worthy. It just means that you've learned how to move on, if you will. This is something you have to move on. You have to push through it and it will get better sorry that's I hate to be I don't like to say I hate to be cringe because actually it's a nice thing to say it will get better everything will be fine so your worth is constant do not worry about a fallout you've had with a friend where you've said some things that you regret and all of a sudden you think oh I'm a terrible human being I'm not worthy of friendship in the future I'm not worthy of better grades I'm not worthy of making more friends you are always worthy you're always worthy of life. You're a human being who is worthy of life because you are here and that's great. Do you see what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. But your worth is constant. It's, you you seem, I think most people are under the impression that it's ever changing. It's always there. You might believe that it, it changes. You might believe that you're less worthy at moments, as I've said, but you aren't. That's just your brain telling you that you aren't, right? I don't know if there's any scientific evidence to back that up, me talking about brains, but it's fine. Your worth is constant. The next thing I want to talk about, obviously, is academics, because Beatrice talks about defining your worth. And this is something that I have made notes on in the past, because like I say, I I would say I'm fairly bright. I would hope so. I'm not going to call myself stupid. There are things that I'm better at, for example, English, and there are things that I'm worse at, for example, maths. I have always been awful at maths. None of my family are particularly good at maths, and that's okay. It's great if you are good at maths. I envy you. Use that skill. But I am not very good at maths. And 
I, particularly during the time of GCSEs, put a huge amount of pressure on myself. All I cannot tell you, I can't, I can't even express to you how badly I wanted to just pass my maths GCSE. Didn't matter about anything else. I did, thankfully, pass them all. But maths was the number one. That was the one that I was so scared about. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I cried when I passed. I cried because that was all I wanted. And I remember after the actual exam, I had told myself that I was stupid or I wasn't going to get a good grade and I would never be good at maths because I hadn't done very well in that exam. What was I thinking? People tend to define their worth through these exterior factors. I will give some more examples in a moment, but the example I'm giving right now is academics. So exams, classwork, a presentation you've done, maybe didn't go as well as you wanted, maybe even a job interview. I know that doesn't directly come into the category of academics, but you know what I mean. All these things that we put so much pressure on ourselves to do, partly because I think, I definitely do this, I don't know about you, I compare myself to everyone. That's probably, that and apologising 24-7, if you know me, <laughs> you know that's an issue. That's my biggest problem, is comparison. And it's such a common experience. We all do this. We all want to be the best version of ourselves. And consequently, we compete with other people or it, it just doesn't have to be negative. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to negatively compete with people. We can find inspiration from others, but we're constantly surveying each other's behavior and each other's work. So when somebody has done better than we have on an exam or piece of classwork or whatever, or a university assignment, as I said earlier, we tend to think that we're suddenly less worthy of learning almost. I really hope that makes sense. We seem to think that we are less worthy of getting good grades in the future. We're less worthy of being offered help because we've done badly now. So there's no reason why we shouldn't continue to do badly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say I hope someone's been through this just so I know it's not just me. I also hope you haven't because it's not a very good feeling. But anyway, that is one of the most prominent ways that I define my worth is academically. I am always very hard on myself. I put the most pressure on myself and I often find myself shaking when I open up my laptop to get my uni results. And then I always have to calm myself down and say, do you know what? It's not the end of the world. I'm still worthy. That hasn't diminished. Even if I haven't done very well, I can learn from this and move on. As long as I tried my absolute best, right? That's the biggest thing that you tried. Oh, can't even stress that enough. I'm very passionate about this, guys. So yeah, academically, that's one significant way we tend to define our worth. Second one, exterior factor, is through relationships. Now, this is a big one as well. This comes into several categories, but the main two I'm going to talk about are family and romantic relationships, because they're, you know, quite well-known ones. So for example, you might not have a brilliant relationship with a parent, a grandparent, a sibling, extended family member, doesn't matter whoever. You might not have a very good relationship with them and that can take its toll. It doesn't have to be anything specific. You may have had arguments in the past and thus define yourself as less worthy or you could just have this 
ongoing tension with a family member. And whether or not you're in the presence of them regularly, it might be, you know, you might find it slightly more difficult if you see them a lot. But even if you're not, the the pressure that comes with family to constantly get along and constantly love each other. I mean, of course you love each other, but you know what I mean? To constantly have this positive relationship that displays the love you have as a family. Society does this. We all, I think, people people do, you know, people express this more than others, right? But we all have this. I think we all at some point in our lives will have a fallout or two with family members. I definitely have. When something like that happens, if you have a negative relationship with a family member, that can take its toll. You can end up feeling less worthy, particularly, and this is a big one, you feel less worthy of love. You don't feel like as a human being you deserve love because you have an awkward relationship with someone who is supposed to love you and someone you are supposed to love, right? That's a tricky one, I think. So what we do have to remember, again, I have no experience in, you know, couples therapy or whatever for for legal reasons. No one, no one rely on me for that kind of advice. I just want to give some general advice here. Just remember during these difficult moments in your life that your worth is constant. It can be so hard during a disagreement with a family member, uh, something even worse, perhaps someone's passed away and you never got to say thank you, goodbye, I love you, I'm sorry, all of these really heartbreaking things, it can it can feel really difficult, I think, to not beat yourself up and tell yourself that you aren't worthy of love, basically. But you are. You always are. That's That's kind of what I was trying to get across initially. You are always worthy. So in those difficult moments, just remember that you are worthy. This person is worthy too, so maybe don't be too hard on them. So the second thing, the second relationship I want to talk about, obviously, is romantic relationships. Um, I did mention this before, I think, when I was talking about being single. Um, Might not be for you. Personally, I very much enjoy it. (laughs) I love it, you guys. I love having relationships, like good relationships, not romantic relationships, with family members, (laughs) for obvious reasons, and friends. And I like being in relationships, but I also like being single. And that's okay, you might not like being single. But if you are single, just like a, a difficult, you know, a family family tension, you are still worthy. You are still worthy of love, even if you aren't feeling like you're receiving that. So you might not feel like you're receiving that from a partner you're with, or you may not have a partner to receive that from. Equally, There might be tensions between the two of you because you both feel that way. Either way, you are still worthy of love and you have to give that love back to yourself first. That's so important. If you don't have you on your side, then I think things get a bit tricky, right? If you've fallen out with someone and they are not, and they're being less less than helpful even to you, not less helpful, if they're not being very nice to you, You can't then not be very nice to yourself. You can't then tell yourself, I'm not worthy of anything. I'm not even worthy of this relationship because that gets you nowhere. You are both in the same situation. You are equally as worthy of love and life. You are just in a difficult period. And again, if you're single, 
then you're single. You're still worthy of love. You don't, this is the thing I, I always used to put pressure on myself and think I have to be in a relationship. And that's so stupid. First of all, I'm only 20. So I'd rather, for me personally, oh my goodness, I'm not bringing anyone that's in a relationship down right now. I would rather right now, for me, live my life single and enjoy it because I've put far too much pressure on myself to either maintain relationships where I was being as as nice as I could but wasn't very happy or have just been, I don't know, putting energy into relationships I didn't want to be in. That, by the way, is not to say that people aren't lovely, right? <laughs> this is not a personal thing. I'm not ranting about anybody. Most people I've met are wonderful. So it can be really difficult to to break up a relationship and when you're then single it can be really hard when you know you've hurt the other person it can be really hard to not say to yourself you're not worthy why have you done this <laughs> right oh it's so tricky but you are always worthy single or not do not define your relationship based uh, do oh my gosh I'm failing right now guys do not define your worth based on your relationship what is going on can't even get my words out. We'll move on from that so I don't mess up any further. The final two ways that I have defined my worth, ways that I think other people define their worth, is through skills. This is weirdly specific, I know, but bear with me. There are things that I have wanted to learn and have therefore put a lot of pressure on myself to do so. Does that make sense? Let's go with cooking, for example. Actually, let's go with baking, baking and cooking. I am not a brilliant chef. I'm not being hard on myself right now. This is not the place because I'm worthy, right? <laughs> but I'm not a brilliant chef. I never have been, but that's because I am only 20. I have not had a lot of cooking experience. That's fine. I can learn. That doesn't make me any less worthy of food first of all or of life or of love but baking I really found I think during like the first half of the pandemic I say first half of the pandemic I don't know first half of lockdown I've lost all like perception of time during this period let's just go with like the first lockdown I started baking and I loved it yes I was following recipes I could not do these things off the top of my head but I loved it and that was fine. But when something went wrong, or let's be even more broad, if I simply couldn't learn a skill that I wanted to learn, for example, an instrument, there we go, I play the clarinet. When I bake something incorrectly, I skip a note, I mess up what I'm playing. Oh, I'm so hard on myself. Immediately, I'm so hard on myself and tell myself that I'm unworthy, I'm stupid. I shouldn't even bother trying. That is not true. Some things aren't meant for you. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I personally don't believe in things like God's plan. So I'm not putting forward here that if you can't learn a skill, you aren't supposed to. I just mean that for some people, some things are easier and some things aren't. So for me, cooking isn't particularly easy, but I know that's because I don't have a lot of experience. So use, use your worth as a person. Use your worth Tell yourself, I am worthy of learning from this. I'm worthy of being able to do this. I'm worthy of loving myself. So I'm going to learn from my mistakes and I'm going to persevere. And if I give up, I'm not going to be hard on myself. 
and I'm going to give myself time and I don't know reevaluate whether I really want to learn this skill or whether I'm putting pressure on myself to learn this skill okay <laughs> that was so wordy I don't even know you guys let's move on let's move on the final exterior factor this is a big one I define my worth through my attractiveness guys I think we all do this I think we all do this it's a huge one it's so common okay so no one is better than anyone else for not doing this I think we can all agree everyone at some point has done this I do this all the time particularly with social media I will have the odd day and this is made a lot worse by my period unfortunately around that time of the month I don't know if anyone else gets this but I get awful self-esteem it's absolutely horrendous I'm very sad I'm very low very angry about what I look like on these days I have to remind myself and I have started to remind myself that I am no less worthy than on any other day when I might think I look better okay so I'm saying okay like you're gonna reply I really hope you're following on with me thank you so much for making it to this point this is the last one <laughs> but it's a big one it's an important one so i might be wearing an outfit that makes me feel good and that's great i feel amazing i can go outside or i cannot go outside in it i am no more worthy though when i'm wearing that of love than when i am in pajamas no makeup not feeling great about myself by the way you can feel great about yourself in pajamas with no makeup i have been through that <laughs> That happens a lot for me when I'm feeling good. That's great. But on a low day when I'm not wearing any makeup, because for me that does make a big difference, I just am not feeling it. And I'm so hard on myself in the mirror and I point out all these things I want to change. And all of a sudden I think, no one's going to love me in the future. Why did this person date me in the past? Am I worthy of this? Am I worthy of that? I'm always worthy. This is just a strange period of time where I've put more pressure on myself than on another day to look good. But we have to take care of ourselves. We have to constantly remind ourselves. I know it's annoying. I don't do it enough. I really need to start properly reminding myself, even on a daily basis, that I'm constantly worthy. But it's so difficult when things just simply don't go to plan, when things just don't go the way that we want them to. So. That's my, my main, that's my biggest point, right? I'll end it there. But my biggest point is please remind yourself that you are constantly worthy. Don't base your perception of yourself. Don't base the way you value yourself on all of these little things. Just base your worthiness, your view of your worthiness, because as I say, that's, that's a constant thing, on the fact that you're here. We have to really try not to analyze these elements of ourselves these you know academic factors relationship factors skills that we want to do in the future or haven't been able to do attractiveness all of these things i know by the way you're probably thinking well these make up your identity i know <laughs> i know that they are very important elements of who we are but they do not have to be the defining factors for the way we look at ourselves just because you can't I don't know, ride a bike with no hands and someone else can, doesn't mean they're more worthy of life than you are. Does it, I don't even know why I'm saying worthy of. It doesn't mean they're more worthy. I'm wondering how many times I've said the word worthy in this podcast. 
in this episode. You tell me. I love that. Someone count for me. I'll leave it there anyway. So biggest thing there, remind yourself that you are constantly worthy. You will always be worthy. You are no less worthy when something doesn't go to plan. It's a constant thing. Self-love takes a lot of work, but reminding yourself as often as you can is a big step towards accepting that you are only a human being and you will make mistakes, but that those mistakes don't define you. So yes, I will leave it there for episode seven. Thank you so much for joining me. This was a good episode. And again, it was not my intention to steal any of the material from Beatrice's The Self-Love Fix podcast, but go ahead and listen to that if you have taken an interest in today's episode. I absolutely adore her podcast. It's so useful, so educational. These are all notes that I've made over time from listening to her. So she has taught me a lot and I hope I've been able to potentially reach out and teach you something today. Anyway, I look forward to hopefully having you join me next episode. And until then, have a brilliant week. Don't stress, remind yourself that you are worthy and I will see you next time. Bye.